<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hello and welcome. This is Just The Sip. I am your host, Justin Sylvester. And this is a show where celebrities come, they get unfiltered, they get real, they let it all hang out. And people have really come to this table and really talk shit out. And today I have Nicole Byer, who is the host of Nailed It on Netflix. I feel like we're going to get into a lot today. The Netflix show, the Emmy nomination, Men, because she says she has a hard time dating in L.A., as do I. It's horrible. I can't wait to talk to her about it. Cheers. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. What a treat. You're a busy bitch. Uh, yes, very busy. She hosts an Emmy-nominated show. You are the show to me, I Thank feel like. Thank you. Your humor comes out a lot. Thank you. How much do they have to cut out? Because I so feel like much. that mouth is dirty. Oh, it's filthy. Um, we shoot for 10 hours, essentially. Like The camera is on me for like 10 hours-ish. Because we do 12-hour days, and I watch them bake for like the two hours or whatever. Um, they cut out so many dick jokes. So many. Can we get those um, compiled into deleted scenes? I asked, and they said no. <laughs> I said, I want a sizzle of all my nastiest And they said no. I went on a cooking show one time. I'm mm -hmm. not going to say whose show it was. Whose? But the host Who? would chew up the food. Which one? And say, oh, my God, this is unbelievable. This is great. Mm -hmm. And then spit it out. Mm -hmm. Do you ever do that? I only spit the food out when it's disgusting. I'll just eat it. But unless I have a tummy ache, uh, and then I'll spit it out. Yeah. And I'll explain before I do it. I'm like, I my stomach hurts right now, so I'm not going to eat this. I just feel bad to like let somebody down. I get so many eggshells in my mouth that I have to let them know <laughs> that their cake is crunchy. <laughs> Like, without fail, I will get an eggshell. And there was one time where Jacques was like, I don't believe you're the one getting all the eggshells. And then I was like, no, it's true. And then I, like, there was one, like, stuck in my gum. So I, like, I pulled it out. And I was like, do you see it? And he's like, you're not lying. And I was like, no. Why would I lie about this? Yeah, it's oh, it's wild. How has your life changed since now that came out? Um, my life has changed in such a really nice way. Um, my road numbers have gone up. Some more people come out to see me do stand up. Nice. I'm like selling out my dates, which has been like just a real, not to be corny, blessing because I like doing stand up and it's more fun when you do it to a sold out crowd that's like excited to see when you. When you're making a coin and you get a clap. Well, it's not even about the coin. It's literally about your show is just fundamentally better when it's filled with people who are excited to see you who aren't just like, who's the comedian of the weekend? Like these people are like excited to see me. They like what I do. A lot of them listen to my podcast as well. So that's just been like really, really awesome. The weird thing is kids like me. 
And you don't like kids. No. So, like, I can't go to my favorite places, like Target. Target's full of children. <laughs> and they're looking at you funny. I was <laughs> I was doing a show, and the club was above a restaurant, and you had to go to the bathroom in the restaurant downstairs. Mm-hmm. So I was, like, going to the bathroom, and a little kid saw me. And I was talking on my phone. I hung up, and he his eyes got really big, and he went, <gasps> and he pointed, and I went, no. <laughs> don't you dare. Don't you dare. Crushed that <laughs> child. I also can't walk out the house like I used to. I used to look homeless at the airport. Like if Kanye West was homeless, like mm-hmm. ultra homeless. What's I the... look homeless at the airport. Still? I never look good at the airport. No, because uh, you don't get recognized when you look homeless. <laughs> like I, I literally look like a different person. I'm not contoured. Uh, I'm not wearing my hair. I'm wearing a hat. Also, oh my God, the wildest thing happened at the airport the other day. Tell me everything. So I was flying American. Ugh. And I didn't have my TSA pre-check because they're savages over there. They wouldn't give it to me. So I was like in line with the rest of the people. And this woman in front of me was putting her stuff in the bin. And then she walked through the metal detector. And then she doubled back. And she hands me her flip-flops. And she goes, I didn't take them off. And I took her flip-flops and was like, okay. <laughs> and then she walked through the metal detector. And I put them in a bin. And I was like, oh, she thinks I'm a TSA agent. She thinks you work there. Yes, and I was like, and I looked around, I was like, I I could be a TSA agent. (laughs) Because, and then yesterday I saw a black woman in a uniform, and I was like, we all do look alike if we're in a uniform. You and you Black women, all of us, we look the same. Hair back in a uniform, we all look alike, because they don't make uniforms that fit us. (laughs) I will say... Honey, the LAX TSA agents, shout out to y'all, because y'all be having your hair late. Yeah, They have a full beat. Yes. Like, I'm like, did you just come back from the yes. club? Yes. One girl, on, I think it's if I fly out on Wednesdays in the morning, has the greatest eyebrows. And every time I go by, I'm like, your eyebrows. And she goes, make me laugh. And I go, no. <laughs> <laughs> she my friend. Don't you love when the black stewardess on the plane, like, because there's not many of them, mm-hmm. always hook you up? Um, it's always a hookup. All flight attendants hook me up. I'll tell you. I'll tell you that uh, because I'm friendly and I'm nice, <laughs> and I like to call out badly behaved passengers. Uh-huh. So, like, if someone's behaving badly, I go, "Oh my god, look at that guy!" And they're like, "Girl, I know," and I'm like, "I know." This is what? And then they're like, "You want a drink?" And I'm like, uh, "Ding ding, da, ding da, ding." That's da, what da. I want. But now I fly first class, Ooh. so I don't. <laughs> so I don't have to be nice to anybody. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm still very nice to them. She got a budget now. I mean, she fly every weekend. I ha- like I can't economy. I can't. You ain't having it. I can't do it. People take their shoes off and rub you with their feet. It's bad back there. It is. It's a like third world country really back there. Awful back there. It is a third world country <laughs> back there. Do you know that? Um, I just found this out. Excuse me, white people out there. No. In divorces, there are people who fight for miles. <laughs> Wait, why are you saying excuse me, white people? Because that's a white because people that thing. Because that is a white that's people a white problem. Thing. Like, we're that not is... fighting over miles. No. I can see a black woman being petty who's like, mm-mm. Give me the miles. I'm going to Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that is hilarious it's... to fight over miles. I cannot wait to be in a relationship so it can end and we can argue over stuff. I can't wait. I cannot wait. That's funny. I want to look a dude in the eye and be like, I want your miles. Give me half that cat. I want the miles and this dresser. (laughs) Couples argue over bull. I love it. That's why you're single. (laughs) Because a man knows you're coming to fight. (laughs) 
I do like, and maybe this is why I'm single. I used to pick a fight with my ex just to have sex after. What? Because it was hot. But you could have sex and not fight. No, no. But the after fight sex, the after fight sex is good. But am I wrong? But look, the after fight sex but, is passionate, and you're still mad. Why can't you just like agree to role play and not have a real fight? No, no. You have to do it about something stupid. Like, like what? You know, you'll be home, coming home from like a party, and you'll be like, "I saw you look at Mary like that." I can't wait to do that to somebody. <laughs> to be like, I saw you. You walked half a step faster than me because you're trying to get away from me. I and I I feel it. Like I can't wait to have a real dumb fight. As Just you put on the La Perla. Everything. As you put on the La Perla. And then climb on his and go, <laughs> don't walk faster than me. <laughs> what are you looking for in a guy? I would like him to have all, all his teeth. I would also like for him to have a job and like his own money. Uh, I don't want a dude who's like uh, who has dreams. I want him to like be living his dreams. Mm -hmm. And that's like truly it. You're a confident woman. I think so. You're confident, you're beautiful, hey, you're thank successful. You. Thank you. Do you feel like it turns people off sometimes? I mean, Winnie Cummings has a joke in one of her specials where she was like, I have uh, I have my own money and I have my own house and guess who that's attractive to? Not men. Uh, and I think that's really funny because it's, it, it isn't attractive to a lot of dudes. Because yeah. I, th I think a lot of men want to like provide for their you know uh, woman or whatever. Uh, but also, I don't know, I'm also fat in LA and that's a, a whole other thing. Big women are getting it. Well, yeah, but maybe not in LA. New York is just easier because like you're in a bar and then you can just like make a whole new group of friends and those are your best friends for the night. You go home with a dude and then you're like dating for a couple weeks and then you're like, what is this? <laughs> I don't like you. Um, yeah, LA is hard because people don't stay out late. They're like, I have a hike in the morning. I'm getting matcha with, with Mary. <laughs> <laughs> Your comedy is very self-deprecating, and I like that about you. That used to be my style because I always felt like it was a defense mechanism for me. Sure. Like, you can't make fun of me because I'm already making fun of my mm -hmm. broke self. Sure. Was that your situation as well? I don't know if it was a defense mechanism or not because nobody ever really made fun of me. I've been like this my whole life. It's been exhausting for people who know me. Uh, it's just, I, I don't know. I came out kicking and screaming and I never stopped. When did you discover the art of cursing? Because um, it's an art form. That's a really fun question. Um, I remember in like fourth grade being on the swings. Can't remember the little girl's name, but I was like, Say, and she was like, "No," and I was like, "Come on, you can say do it. it." And then she wouldn't say it. So then I got on the swing and I started just screaming, and I was like, "I like that word. <laughs> I want to say that word all the time." So you were peer pressuring girls into saying the <laughs> f word. That's what you were peer pressuring people. I was, I was, because I was like, "You do it. You be bad." And they were like, "No," and I was like, "Fine. You have to do everything yourself if you want it done right." <laughs> I've always just been a little sociopath. No, I'm kidding. I just, uh, I like fun. I do Cursing's too. fun. Because people tell you not to, that it's forbidden. And yeah. I like doing things that are forbidden. Well, once you learn the art of cursing, like mm -hmm. you can't just curse just to curse. Like I remember mm -hmm. Cedric the Entertainer when he said, I wish this mother would. And uh -huh. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then I would hear my well, grandmother say it uh -huh. all the time. And then I was like, okay, there's an art form to there it. There is. And most is such a good one. It's the best. And it's good to like reserve, like when you're real angry and you're like, this mother 
Everyone knows what you mean. They're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. You grew up in a a mixed neighborhood. No, I grew up in a white neighborhood. What happened when you like entered the urban scene for the first time? Because Uh, we sometimes get... Oh, the voice. Oh, my God. You yes. act this way. This way is this. And yes. you're just like. So I up. went to church in a very black neighborhood. And a lot of times they'd be like, do you think you're better than us? Blah, blah, blah. blah. And I was like, no, no, I don't. I don't. I've never thought once about the way I speak. I just speak the way I do. Urban rooms doing comedy is really hard for me uh, because it takes them a minute to adjust to the way I sound. <laughs> uh, and I did. So D. Ray Davis has a show at the Improv on Mondays. And I did it. And I knew full well, I was like, these people, they don't want to hear a Disney joke that's 10 minutes long. <laughs> but that's what I'm working on now, and I need to work it out. And like, uh, black rooms love a short joke to the point that's very funny. Yes. They don't really like a story. But I was like, I'm going to do it anyway. But then uh, and it didn't go that well. And then after I had like this really fun dick joke that I do, and I told that, and this older black woman in the front row went, you stupid. And I was like, mm-hmm. She was like, funny. You're funny, but you stupid. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So these people didn't actually hate me. They just were like, she's weird. They're trying to figure you out. Yes. And I think when you have 10 minutes and seven of it is, what is this? You're like, it's hard to succeed. When did you decide, okay, I'm funny enough to make this a career? I like started doing improv and I guess I was like, like it really was confirmation. I had this audition where a man was in a motorcycle accident. All I had to do was go, help, help, someone help. And I did it. And I was like, Nicole, it's serious. He's dying. Be serious. And then I was like, help, help. And then the casting director was like, you're very funny. (laughs) She was like, you're not going to get this. Uh, You're too funny to be asking for help. And then she tried to work with me. And she was just like, I don't know, something about your face. Uh, So I, after that, I was like, okay, I guess maybe I just focus on comedy for right now. I never once thought I couldn't do it. Make a living doing comedy, if that makes sense. No, that makes total sense. I don't know. Actors are delusional. I like it though. We're all very delusional. But how deep are you in the delusion? Fully. I walk into a room of people who look identical to me and I go, I'm the best of them. (laughs) (laughs) Like it's crazy. It's a crazy thing to think. Is that how you have to do it? I I don't know how else you would do it because if you go in and you're like, oh no, this one who looks like me is going to get it. Like that's that's a sad defeatist mentality, but I'm fully like, I'll get it. Who was your inspiration growing up? I love Monique, Whoopi Goldberg, Adele Gibbons, uh, the Queens of Comedy, some more. Like, they're all it's just- one of my favorite movies ever. So f***ing funny. Also, I love Tina Fey. I think she's really funny. But yeah, a lot of strong black women. Like, I loved Living Single. That was one of my favorite shows growing Amazing. up. Uh, Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, because they sounded the way I sounded. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, so I just grew up watching a lot of strong black people. Have you ever met Oprah? No, um, I, me and my, my best friends this year and I host a podcast called Best Friends uh, on the Earwolf Network, and we interview sets of best friends, and we asked Oprah and Gail. The offer's out, so the ball's in their court. I've met her. 
twice. What happened? One, she smells like money. Yeah. And two, she looks at you. Uh huh. Like it, within 30 seconds, she saw my soul, oh. tickled it, uh huh, and invited it out to play. Like oh it was my weird. God. It was really weird. I just love entities. Like she's no longer a person, she's an entity. Uh, I got to meet Beyonce very briefly, and she's an entity. Like she's she's elevated. She's better than us all. It's weird. She smelled so good. She was wearing a very long dress, and uh, it looked like she was floating. Uh, also, this was at the VMAs, and so it wasn't the night she got bit. And Tiffany Haddish went ahead and said, "Who bit her?" No, it was not. That was wild. I was like, "You can't hang out with me." I was like, By the way, you, you can't, can't be, you can't be selling people out. No, you can't do that. Someone bites Beyonce, you go. I didn't see nothing. <laughs> you know, you don't say anything. But I was like, well, she gonna write a song about this. And sure enough, <laughs> and she, she was did. like, boom. You gotta sign an NDA to hang out with the queen. Okay, bring also, you back. Also, I really hope she does hand out NDAs. I really hope. I bet she does. Like, you're at a dinner party and, like, <laughs> the appetizer is signing an a NDA. NDA. No, bitch. I went to Coachella and they made me sign an NDA. Really? They made me sign an NDA. Wow. To not put out the Coachella? footage. Yeah, she was in the artist little moment. I love like, it. Do not live Honestly, this. that audience at Coachella did not deserve Beyonce and you were a part of that. You know what? She I had to guilty. tell people to dance. I was like, what is going on? You're at a Beyonce show. Well, You're lucky. Have you ever been to Coachella? I don't want that. That's like <laughs> stepping into an oven to listen to music. No, thank you. <laughs> it's too hot. And then everyone's dressed like they're going to Mars. I don't want it. <laughs> you can keep it. Everybody's on Mars. <laughs> no, I don't want to go. They're not sending their bus to Coachella. I don't like all those people there. <laughs> do you do crowds? Uh, uh, I don't love a crowd. I also don't like outside. There's buildings. You don't like kids. Mm -mm. You don't like crowds. Mm -mm. You don't like outside. Mm -mm. You don't like people who don't dance at Beyonce concerts. <laughs> what else do you not like? Oh my God, so much stuff. Soup. Soup's for lazy people who don't want to chew. Soup is stupid. You want me to slurp some hot <laughs> burn my mouth, and then swallow it? So my throat's getting all burnt up? Who likes it? And then gazpacho? That's just ketchup. I hate soup so much. Mustard. Oh my God, it ruins everything. Pickles? Why? Why are we eating old ass cucumbers? The only old good thing is grapes, and that's wine. Uh, there's so much I don't like. <laughs> and I have very strong opinions about everything I don't like. <laughs> I once went on a date with a man, and I was really talking about my hatred of soup. <laughs> And for the was, first 45 minutes <laughs> for a while because he was so boring and he was like wow you're really passionate about your hatred of soup and i was like well what don't you like and he was like uh i hate social economic injustices and i was like okay <laughs> wow but like clam chowder's bad <laughs> <laughs> we didn't go out again <laughs> do you date black men or white men i date them all but uh, past history would say I date more white men um, because I'd rather be called exotic than have my blackness questioned. <laughs> I I agree. Yeah, I've dated some black dudes who really were hung up on the way I sounded. Do you get pushback because you're a dark-skinned woman in, when dating black men? Um, I've never gotten pushback over the color of my skin, truly just the way I sound. Yeah. Which I think is so wild. It's wild. It's so rude. Right? Yeah. How long does it take you to show a guy you're crazy? Because <laughs> everybody's got a crazy. Um, I mean, it's pretty instantaneous. 
I'm like a pretty loony person. But also, if you like watch me on TV or have like seen my stand up, you have expectations. I don't know. I try to like be a like a like a a, a more chill version of myself. Same. So like if I'm at a ten, I'm usually at a ten. I try to turn it to like a seven on a first date <clears throat> to ease someone into it. But also, I I do move too fast because if I like you, I'm like I gotta lock this down because I don't like anybody. Yeah, men are terrible. They're just so bad. They are really They're so horrible. Poorly behaved. Instagram f-ed it all up. I guess, and then they keep sending me pictures of their dicks, and I'm like, I don't need it. Is it about the size? Is it about the motion? Or is it about the full package? Like, what do you care most about when it comes to a lover? I like a big one. Like, one that's like, you look at it and you go, hmm. That's going to hurt. We're going to have to Tetris this in me. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) But also, like, I've seen some hard workers with little guys. And they're good, too. But you can't have a tiny dick and be lazy. We call those Rudy's. Rudy's? Yes. You ever seen the movie Rudy? No. Well, Rudy was a walk-on on the Notre Dame football team, and he came through and he made that touchdown, and it was like, Rudy, Rudy. It's like the surprise. Okay, yeah, I do like a surprise. But, like, you know when a dude shows up to a dick appointment with no dick and then doesn't do nothing? And you're like, why'd you come here? Do you turn them around? Oh, no, I'm I'm a woman. I'm very nice and accommodating. <laughs> <laughs> and you're just like, oh, well, we can make this work. <sighs> Somehow. I turn a bitch around. Do you? Oh, I'm like, oh my God, my cousin's coming home. You have to leave. <laughs> oh, no, no, for sure, for sure. No, I have a hard time getting people out of my bed, too. I'm like, how, how do I make you leave? So sometimes I'll just be like, oh, boy, you gotta go. You gotta get the <laughs> f- out. You can't be here anymore. Mm, I'll take a fake phone call. I'll be like, hello. hello. Okay, I'll be ready in 10 minutes. Cool, cool, let me take a shower real quick. And he's like, but it's 3 a.m. And you're like, mm-hmm, I'll be ready. Deuces. <laughs> gotta go. I don't do it at my house anymore because I don't need people to know where I live. Are you bougie now? Mm, I bought a house. Yes. Yes. How was that? Did you hate the process? Nobody tells you that you have to sign so many things. And then nobody tells you that when you buy a house, you don't own that house. You're paying rent to Wells Fargo. And not only are you paying rent to Wells Fargo, you're not actually paying on the house, you're paying on the interest. interest. And then there's like, then if you pay extra, you have to make sure it's going to the principal. Otherwise, they'll just automatically put it to the interest. Damn. Yes. And then if you sell the house at a profit, but don't reinvest into another house, you have to pay taxes on your profit. We are all in a scam. I need to marry the guy who gave you the mortgage. That's the dude I'm looking for. That's the kind of dude I'm looking for. What do you mean? I want a dude who may or may not have committed a white collar crime. The woman who did my mortgage, I really love her. I was worried about getting the mortgage. I didn't know if I was going to get approved. And I was like, I don't know if I'm going to get approved for this. And she was like, honey, I'm not going to give you a mortgage you can't pay for. And I was like, wasn't that the housing crisis? And she went, ha, 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 you got me. <laughs> You got me. And I laughed so hard. And I was like, I don't know. This bitch may have me go bankrupt. As you're signing Truly your name away. just signing my f-ing life away. She's great. I love her. She's my one of my favorite people. She'll just call me every now and again and be like, how are you? How's that mortgage? <laughs> how is it? 
Is she going to become your, your manager? She's like, I, I mean, got you a gig. She's great. I would love it if she got me a gig. Listen, it's no pay. <laughs> What'd you do with your first big check? I opened my business account, and then the first big thing I bought was a Michael Kors bag that I still have, but I don't carry because he really diluted his brand. What's the one thing you want, like when you get that big, big check? Probably nothing because I understand money, and if you spend it all, it and if you're not, you're not making enough, it goes away. But you look rich and expensive, and you smell nice. That's not cheap. These jeans are five years old. This shirt was free from set, and this blazer was a dollar. Damn. <laughs> um, the shoes were from set. Yeah, I don't. This wig was from set. This outfit cost me nothing. I t my bag is full of Lacroix from here, and <laughs> trail mix. And, and popcorn. Bring me that f***ing bag. <laughs> Bring me the bag. I need to know that's true. Where's my purse? Bring me the goddamn purse. You're lying. Oh, yeah. It's full of stuff. <laughs> it's it's also, it's a, it's a Fenty bag. So I did splurge on that. This is beautiful. Thank you. You are not joking. There are so many snacks coming out of this damn bag right now. I am not joking. You have at least five or six cans of LaCroix right in front of you. It's so, like a clown car. This is how you keep your money. You take <laughs> from other people. <laughs> you, you I haven't, okay. People got mad at me on Twitter because I said on James Corden, I haven't paid for toilet paper in six years because I steal it. Uh, but I don't steal it from like, like in like small restaurants or anything. I steal it from like hotels. Yes. Those are, those are corporations. Yes. You know? And then, you know, chain restaurants I frequent. <laughs> I steal mine from E. Oh, do you? Yeah, but they got they have two ply over here. Oh, see, I don't mind the ply. It's fine because I buy baby wipes. So then after the two ply, I baby wipe. You know, it's a whole process. You're like Susie Orman here. <laughs> You're the black Susie Orman. Hey, I love saving money. As I put all my free snacks into a Fendi bag. It's the craziest thing you've ever done for money. Well, I haven't done that many crazy things for money. Um, I worked in a clothing store. Then I worked as a secretary. I was a bad secretary. I didn't know how to fax anything. I didn't know how to do anything. <laughs> my boss would be like, can you do this? And I'd be like, no. Can you? You'd <laughs> be like, yeah, sure. And I'd be like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Damn. And during my interview, <laughs> they were like, why are you good for this job? And I was like... I can look busy. He went, what? <laughs> and I said, if you walk by, I can look like I'm busy. <laughs> and then I did that for the first like year I worked there. He would walk by and I'd be like, what? <laughs> you like typing on a, on a computer that's off? Not even Basically, plugged in? Basically, yes. <laughs> oh, man. I was... But also it was a comedy theater. It was the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater in uh, New York. So I think they were just like, I don't know. She's funny. <laughs> we'll give it to her. It's fine. That is hilarious and then i was a babysitter i was a nanny for a long time someone trusted you with their kids. i know in that wild i'm good with a kid the kids like me i have a very expressive face so babies yes very much like my face like they want to just like touch it and play with it and then i don't really talk to baby like i sometimes i do baby talk but a lot of times i talk to him like he was a person so he like points at things and i'd be like what do you want the glass or do you want that piece of paper there the glass will cut you if it falls on you and he'd be like Fall? I'm like, you, you don't really get it. You're not getting it. Do you want kids yourself? For what? 
like to have and raise? No. What if your man wanted? What if what if what if Michael B. Jordan wanted children? Would you not give him children? Um. Yeah. There's just conditions. I'll have a kid if I don't have to carry it, and they can call me Nicole and they call me nanny mommy, <laughs> and the nanny <laughs> raises that child and I dip in and out, and they're like that nice lady comes and visits a lot. I'm a real career oriented person, and a child does take away from your career. You know, but also like I don't want to knock the women who do have a career and do have kids. Same. You can split your time. I choose to not want to do that. For sure. Don't you feel like at some point in your life though, you're gonna look back and say, Okay, I'm sixty, it would be nice to run around with grandkids. For what? I'm tired. I'm sixty. <laughs> I'd love to take naps and sit by a pool. I love that you said that though about women who have children, because I feel like, it's funny that you said, I don't want to knock women who have children, but I feel like women who have children knock women who are career-oriented. They sure do. They judge. But maybe they'll hear that sentence and go, oh, I shouldn't be so judgmental. But yeah, people judge me all the time. They're just like, you'll get to an age where you'll want a kid. And I'm like, well, when is it? I'm yeah. not here yet. I don't, I don't, I don't want a kid. I don't, I, like, I don't want to up somebody's life. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, I get it. I totally also, get like, it. I don't know. I've got like hardwood floors and kids <laughs> those up. Okay, you know you what? Know? I am done with this bitch right now. <laughs> I am. I have a lot of vases that an interior decorator picked out. I'm not trying to have a child knock that shit over. It ain't happening. No. Also, where would I put a crib? I don't know. You got an extra bedroom? For guests. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch the rest of your career. Hey, me too. <laughs> 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 We're all watching it unfold. So I was nominated for a Television Critics' Choice Award or something uh, a couple months ago, and I was working, so I wouldn't be able to attend. So the speech I wrote, because a white lady was going to be accepting it on my behalf. Yes. So what I wrote was, uh, I'm a proud black woman. I can't believe me, a proud black woman, is winning an award as a black woman, because I'm black and winning awards. I hate you. <laughs> Shut down. Cut the light off. Cut so the light off. So if I was nominated for an Emmy, I would not go. I would send a white lady in my place to read that. Cut. Because I love bits. Cut. I am done with you. I'm telling you. I love you. Cheers to Cheers. that. Cheers. And we're going to end it on that. Because no. I love a bit too. Producer Vanessa, get your ass in here. What did you think about that? Hilarious. She's funny. So funny. Like belly, you were like truly belly laughing, like deep belly laughing. I'm so happy you guys are listening to this right now because if you watched it, you would see my ugly face. <laughs> I was laughing. Your ugly laughing face. My ugly face. I think she had about $45 worth of merchandise. The bag, the bag was everything. All of the food coming out of the bag. Like, I thought she was joking. And when you're like, fly that bag in here, I need to see it. You guys, listen, I know you're listening to this podcast right now. But if you want to watch this podcast and see that bag, you have to head over to the E! News YouTube channel and click on Just the Sip. And you can watch this go down. It was like a clown car. Pirate's Booty, LaCroix, granola bars. Like, it was incredible. And you guys, do not forget to follow me at The Lady Sitter. This was Just the Sip. I will see you next week with more juice.